Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. Today, I have my friend Mike Sinker with me. And many of you know Mike. Now, those of you who don't, you're in for a treat today. This interview is number 354 in my podcast uh, YouTube series. I first interviewed Mike. It was interview number 16. So that was over uh, three years ago. That's and top 20. Yeah, top 20. No kidding. Top 16. Yeah, along with I finished in the top 90% of my class. I don't know if you were aware of that or not. I I rarely showed up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that now, top 90%. So at any rate, Mike and I. (laughs) Oh, that took me a moment. (laughs) This is what kind of talk we're going to have. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, Mike and I have had the privilege of being together in person since then and uh, doing lots of interviews back and forth. And uh, just to say up front, the the inspiration for my new book, Grace to All, which uh, Mike has a copy of. He bought it through Amazon Canada. Uh, two. He bought two through Amazon Canada. And they're available, of course, Amazon in, in a lot of different countries now. But the inspiration for the book actually came from uh, an interview that I heard Mike do. Two of his close friends who are also buddies of mine, Bill Thrasher and Richard Murray, and they were talking. I, I listened to all of Mike's interviews. I don't hear many of them live, but within a little while after he posted them. But this particular one, they were talking about they wish there was a way that they could connect or that somebody could connect like-minded people who are, it's hard to come up with a, a name to describe us, and I don't really want to, but it, but I, I would say it's people who uh, have, who are understand, have the understanding that God is pure love and pure light and has grace for and includes all people. And Jesus finished work at the cross, finished everything for everybody. So, you know, we, we all have somewhat different takes on how that happened and what happens in the end times and all that kind of stuff. But those of us who are on that track, how how could we connect each other? And one of the questions that I've had, and I, I actually, I think maybe, well, one of you three said it in that interview, that a big question that you often got is, is there anybody within 100 miles of where I live who is on this same journey? Yep. And well, a big part of, of the book is, how to connect people with somebody who might well be within a hundred miles of them, or at least that they would, uh, would, uh, resonate with and, and would connect with. I, and I, I, uh, as hard as it is for me to realize, some people might connect easier with a fun, good looking, humorous guy in Canada than somebody who might be the opposite of that in the middle of the United States. So at any rate, Mike, thanks again for being here. And when somebody gets the book, 
looks at page 181 and reads about you, what are they going to find when they connect with you, start listening to you? Maybe they live down the block from you. What are they, what are they going to find that you're all about when they run into Mike Sinker? That's a, that's a loaded question. Uh, again, I've, I've grown up in the church. I've been a pastor for 32 years. So you're supposed to try and sell yourself to grow your ministry. Well, in the last number of years, I've learned that that is not the case. It's not about self-promotion. It's actually about resting, being, and loving who's in front of you. And it took some hurtful things and processes for me to actually see that. And I continue to unlearn that platform mentality. Instead, now I'm having a little more fun connecting with others who are questioning those answers that religion or church has given them. They've been given the answers, but they've never been given the permission to question them. So all I can offer now is, hey, I can just show you the journey I'm on. I'm not going to get into whether this is right and that's right, who's wrong, that teacher's wrong, this, you know, that just creates division. So because different stages of your growth, you're going to see your theology one way, but within a year or two, you may mature differently and somebody else may not and see different things, which call we call it the body of Christ. So what I'm hoping to do is become a place where people can rest, they can heal from being hurt and burned by the church. And it's safe to ask questions. I'm talking any questions. Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Uh, is LGBTQ okay or not? Uh, I just had somebody ask me that the other day. And I had a very interesting answer back, which I'm not going to answer today because that's not the point. The point is, how are we seeing Jesus? And if we make certain topics our hobby horse, we then exclude immediately. We think we're doing inclusion, but we're doing exclusion because now we're highlighting a certain topic when really whoever comes to my church, everyone's included. I don't care what stripe you are, what color you are, what uh, painful circumstance you're in, what status in society you're in. This is about loving who is there and not trying to be more right. I'm not going to, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what my hope is versus having always correct doctrine, correct it because I've, I've been growing, maturing minds, but changing. So yeah. just don't, I don't put it out there on, here's my statement of faith. Well, that's great. That'll come back to bite you. <laughs> yeah. We, one of the things that uh, we did a few years ago with, with our group, our fellowship, we, did away with their statement of faith. We did away with our article. We still have our... But that doesn't mean you don't believe certain things, right? Well, of course not. No, right. That's exactly right. It we, just means it's not set in stone, you're teachable. Yeah. We did away with committees. We did away with all doctrine. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> all of that stuff. And, you know, you, you, you said it, the question, is that okay? It reminded me of, uh, we used to, at our church, we used to play a, uh, uh, when we had a, a big horn band, you know, with several horns and drummers, trombones, saxophones, and rhythm section and singers and stuff. We used to do a Doobie Brothers thing called uh, Jesus is Just All Right. Jesus is Just All Right. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it made me think of when, when somebody asks, is that okay? Uh, my new answer is going to be, well, Jesus is okay. And that's all that matters. Do you remember this TV show that um, it's a, these detective cops in England? They're retired and they have to go find and they they do cold cases. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. But their theme song, it's all right, it's okay. doesn't really matter if you're old and gray. It's all right. Anyway, sorry. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got to send that to you. That's I so can cool. relate. 
But I, you know, I think that, you know, without going off on a rabbit trail, which you probably already have, it goes back to the, you know, the tree of, uh, of uh, good and evil. Yeah, just don't even go to that tree. You know, we go to the, we go to the Jesus tree, the tree of life, and uh, Jesus is just all right, not and just meaning not limited to, but that's just what he is. He's all right. Well, when most people ask a question like that, either privately in a Facebook message or something like that, often I will say that's a really big question, mm-hmm. and outside of a relationship, I can't answer that. You know, not without being afraid you'll hear it wrong or you have already a prescribed under, a belief and you're trying to find out if I fit yours or mine. I'm not here for that. I'm here to have an honest question or a conversation about how are we seeing God bigger and better? That's what Bruce Walkup said in his What is the Gospel series. If it doesn't make God bigger and better, it's not the gospel. Yeah, that's good. I, uh, you can see I'm taking notes. Uh, outside of relationship, I can't answer that question. That That's a... Uh, it's good. It's got to be trust. Yeah. I'm not going to put my answers out there for people I don't trust. They'll kill it. They'll slash it and twist it to mean something I didn't mean. So forget it. Yeah. Well, I think you, you've you've given people a, a good beginning of what they're going to experience when they uh, when they look you up. When they Oh, they're going to experience good them. coffee. That's what they'll experience. That's right. I forgot about that. How do you, I haven't yet figured out, how do you do that online? I've been working on that. <laughs> well, I have it here. In person, <laughs> I got really good coffee. And what do you have? I have a fair trade Ethiopian, which is a medium dark, and I have a fair trade Feminina, which is a Peruvian lighter medium light blend, which is harvested by women, so it supports the women's trade. And then I have a Colombian medium, and so those three blends, fair trade, are really nice. And then I take the Ethiopian and the Feminina, mix them together, and it's called Grace Infusion. It's an incredible blend. Did you name it Grace Infusion? Yep. Well, hey, send me a link to those, will you? Where I can I get can't. Them. You can't? You have to buy them from Toronto. Really? Yep. Long story. I might send you some. Well, I might just have to come there and get some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kansas City Royals were in Toronto last week. Why didn't I go? Oh, well, that was a tough series. Anyway. What do you mean? You won three to one. Oh, okay. Three games out of four. Oh, okay. Oops. Yeah. I watched the one they lost. Yeah. Boy, isn't that how things uh, uh, get translated? <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so uh, back to uh, to connecting people. Have, have you been asked that question? Is there, uh, from people that you re- uh, interact with online, is there anybody within 100 miles of, of where I live? All the time. Yep. And uh, for some that are pretty far away, I've had people say, hey, can you be our pastor? I was like, well, I don't want to be your pastor, but you can jump on and become part of this Hope Fellowship family from being afar. And COVID has has expanded who we are as a family. We got uh, folks watching in England. We got in the States, Alabama, uh, Texas, you name it. Like it's, it's crazy where people are watching from across Canada, different places, Sorrento, BC, Moncton, New Brunswick. It, if it's going to connect, it's going to connect. And you can't over-promote it. Otherwise, it looks like you're self-promoting and thinking you're bigger than you are. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to share. And I'll connect with who God wants me to connect with. And when the message or theme or topic is right for somebody that needs to hear it, they'll tune in or watch the video later or whatever. So 
I think that's, that's been a, a fun thing. You know, like if you are far away, if I happen to know somebody that's nearby, try that teacher over there. They do a Bible study. They don't have a church, but they have a Bible study. My buddy Scott in uh, St. Catharines, you know, he, he's spoken at my church twice recently. He's got a small house church, you know, he doesn't have big teaching ministry, but he's a great teacher. And so, you know, down the States, Hey, you got somebody nearby you go visit them, encourage them. It doesn't have to be, the traditional got to go to church every week. This is, this is more about, this is who I want to connect with for the time uh, I'm on right now for the journey I'm on now. This is the group. You don't, it doesn't have to be lifetime. This is, we've had people come and go. They've used Hope Fellowship as a stepping stone church. And they said that, but it was a blessing for the time they were here, but now they moved on and it's great. It's like, great. We're not trying to grow the church. It's his church, not ours. I agree, Mike. And I I think, in part, in, in you know, everything Jesus said had multiple meanings. But I think in part when he said, uh, you're going to do even greater things, you know, than I, I, at least to me, in part, we're doing greater things now because we're able to reach more people through the Internet. And not just with one-time things, but people can Google you and look at a whole list of topics of videos and click on one that they're interested in. And you know, Jesus couldn't do that when he was here on earth because there was no internet and he was limited to time and space. I mean, you know, he, he chose to do that. So it's not that we're doing things better or greater than Jesus did. We're, we're just, we're doing something that wasn't able to be done at that time because te- technologically we weren't there yet. So it's it, to me, it's a great time to be alive uh, because of technology, and it's a great time to, uh, you know, be able to interact with people like we're doing right now. I think that some folks have taken that and will do greater things too far. And oh, I've, of course, I've seen I've seen the uh, the focus is on doing greater. I can do greater. It totally messes the boat. It's like, this isn't about you. This is about Jesus. Mm. You know, don't try to help him out. I think that's half the problem. You know, we've, we, we see the, the fun fruit and go, I want that or that spiritual mm. gift. I want that one. But nobody wants to do the serving gifts, which is what Jesus did, by the way. Nobody wants to do the not so fun and recognized ones. They want the ones that'll give recognition. That's hard. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah, well, it is. It is indeed. One of your podcasts is Growing in Grace. Your church is called Still Growing in Grace, uh, New Hope Fellowship. And like uh, any teacher, you have a variety of uh, things that you teach on for whatever the Spirit's leading you to at the moment. What are you teaching right now? What do you have in vision coming up in the future? What's on your heart? I've been focusing for the last two years on finding encouragement in the small things, stop looking at yourself, stop complaining, look for ways to be thankful. How do we find hope in difficult times? That kind of a theme has been the last two years on and off and whatever. Where I'm hoping to hit this September is I want to start revisiting the foundations of what I call grace teaching and let's revisit it. Let's repackage it. Or how have we matured since the last time we first heard it, which is like almost 20 years ago, has has the terminology changed? It has. Has the meaning changed? Maybe not as much, but it's matured. And so I think there's deeper and wider that we can do. And folks that didn't even hear some of the basics, which I think are critical, they need to hear some of those foundations again. And 
to some who've heard it before, it's going to be, I never heard that before. Yes, you did. You know, like, it's really funny. Uh, it's like bringing a guest speaker into your church, you know, like they'll say stuff and everybody's going to go, wow, we never heard that. And I'm thinking, yes, you did last week. And, <laughs> you know, but it's another voice, another person saying it from another personality, another tone, another experience. That's why the body of Christ needs to, to be networked. And we've talked about networking and connecting, hence your book. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm hoping this oh, fall good. that. And then uh, we have a conference that I'm toying with in November. I talked to you about briefly on identity. What is identity? So that we'll leave that there because more yeah. to come on. That. It's a great revelation to me. And I think it's something that the spirit wants us all to, to understand this concept, which is in, in the, the very title of your podcast, Still Growing in Grace, that none of us have arrived and to even how arrogant to even think that we've got God figured out, <laughs> let alone ourselves, let alone anyone else. And But one of the things that has just, I, I, I won't use the term amazed because I, I'm never amazed anymore at what God does. But one of the things, one of the blessings that are new every morning uh, are just <clears throat> seeing today that God is even better than I thought he was yesterday. And uh, along, along, I mean, that that in itself is just amazing. Uh, well, but, again, this is your expectation. <laughs> if you're living from an expectation that, ah, I know God, you are not going to have your eyes open to yeah. anticipate and be ready to hear or see good things going on around you. You think you've arrived. Like, you need that surprise, right? Well, you do. Yeah. And and to to have the mindset of, well, you know, I, I, I've got it. I've got it all down now. <clears throat> you know, I just want to, uh, I want to listen to more teachers who agree with me and, you know, confirmation bias type of stuff instead of, you know, our friend Don Keithley is, is really good about, uh, and he did this in his message Sunday, really good about saying, read wide, you know, just read, listen to all kinds of things and take the stuff that the spirit shows you is, is for you and let the other stuff go. But, uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid that you're going to, uh, be misled or, or you're going to, uh, listen to a false spirit or something like that. And I, I think his words were the, the Holy Spirit's more powerful than, <laughs> I think than any, he's big enough to get your attention. So it's not up to you to stay in line. It's the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, I mean, just gosh, the people that, that uh, you and I have, uh, and, and, and the other people that are, that are in this book that we've, uh, that we've come across, uh, if we, if we just stayed, uh, in the group that we were, uh, in before we started on this journey, we would never have, we would have never, we would have been taught not to listen to most of these folks and gosh, what we, what we would have missed. So being, being open. And, and then again, you know, I, I think as Paul says in second Corinthians five, you know, test the spirits, hang on to that, which is good and let the rest go. I'm amazed at what I'm still learning and unlearning. And I thought I've unlearned a lot, I, but I know there's more. I, my own little comfort zones are being challenged occasionally. It's like, huh, okay, don't be so dogmatic. Don't be so quick to answer your opinion. It's like, hmm, okay, I never saw that before. Well, then admit it. 
say, okay, I haven't seen that perspective before. Or when you suggest a, a perspective, say, here's how I'm seeing it now. Instead of this is right, that's wrong. This is the true gospel. Like, you know how people say this is the true gospel? They can don't use that language because you now set people apart. You now divide people because theirs is clearly not the true gospel because yours is the true. But 144,000 different denominations can't all be wrong, can they? Like, it, it's, sorry, it's just wording matters. And we, we talked about that briefly about another topic, another word, right? Our language matters. And I'm yeah. still learning. Oh, I am too. Gotcha. You know, I think back to a thing that really triggered my search for something else was, uh, and, and I won't go into this at length, but uh, in the, in the music, in my music career, I had bought into the lie that once I reached a certain level, uh, that that would be it, and I would be fulfilled. And so I reached that level, and I was still empty. You know, I was still looking for something else. Well, that journey led me uh, to to the journey that I'm on now uh, with Christ. But you know, that was that was over 30 years ago, and to it, we can, I think we can easily, as as human beings, fall into the trap of. Well, yeah, that, that happened to me in my career or my marriage or my relationships or, or whatever. But now I'm going to reach this level spiritually where that's it. And, and I've arrived and I've got it all. And, uh, no, <laughs> it, to, to think that we could ever reach that, you know, I think, I think it's in Ephesians too, you know, that Paul says, and, and it's going to take all the ages to come for God to, uh, reveal his grace to us. I mean, that's not a direct quote, but something like that. Well, it kind of goes in the face of people who say, well, when I die and go to heaven, I'll know all the answers. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> You're not God. <laughs> so we're still going to learn and grow. It's just, we're not going to have as many clogs in the filter, right? Or yeah. as many, they'll be gone. Like when people pass away and they, they cross over, whatever that is, that they're going to see with heavenly eyes, not the earthly ones that hinder us. Your pure light walker stuff in the, behind you there is just reminded me of that. Now, there's, there's a pure light that will come in and it's going to be very different. So in the same way, you know, you're going to keep learning and growing. That's a, a good transition place, Mike. Let's, uh, with your permission, sure. let's uh, wrap up this episode and then uh, you and I'll take a short break and then we'll record one that people will hear a little bit later. But let's talk about uh, what heaven is Uh-oh. and uh, where it is and <laughs> what it's not. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't have the answers to this, but I'm confident you do. No, so, I don't. <laughs> so, so for everybody listening, that's what we'll uh, talk about next week. Now, for everybody listening, if you have a copy of uh, our new book, Grace to All, you know how to get a hold of Mike. But in case you don't have that copy yet, Mike, tell people how they can uh, contact you. Look me up on YouTube, Mike Zenker, or uh, on Facebook, Mike Zenker, or my church is HopeFellowshipYCC.com. Or Growing in Grace Ministries Canada website. Let me just, I think that's the website address. Growingingrace.ca. So it's all, we're all connected. Like the the Wednesday morning teaching ministry, Still Growing Grace, is we're, we're tied at the hip with Hope Fellowship. Two separate ministries, but they're still together. So that's all. Great. All right. And I, I can tell people they will not be disappointed. And, uh, you know, you and I talked earlier about it. it's not all about building uh, our own ministry. I, I have no, absolutely no qualms in telling people to uh, 
listen to you. My own wife would rather listen to you than me. Uh, (laughs) You got to say hi to her. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Hey, Mike, thank you. Uh, We'll be back next week. Thanks to all of you uh, uh, who've been with us for this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. We will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.